You're listening to Your Woo Woo Best Friend, a no BS approach to wellness, spirituality, manifestation, and all things mystical. Hello, it's Andy. Welcome back to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. Last week's episode was so much fun having Ben join me to share our engagement story. And I've had a couple of questions about whether or not we'd have been back on the show sometime soon. I mean, he is a gem. I mean, I wouldn't be marrying him if he was not a gem. We'll definitely have him back on the show. For those that don't know Ben's background, he's a musician. We met actually on a music video shoot, which we talked about on the episode last week. And I'll definitely have him back on to talk more about his insight into creativity and staying in flow. And we can certainly talk more relationship stuff. I feel like that's something that I've had my time in life to find some sort of perfection in. And he has certainly been the most tremendous partner. And it took a lot of work for us to make our relationship work, especially being two people that were traveling the world for our respective careers when we met. So if you want to have us talk about any of those topics, give me a shout, let us know, and we'll plan for it. In other news, we have another celebration, and I will I will tell you guys this. So before we celebrate, life is so full of the ups and the downs, as we all know. And on this podcast, obviously, lately we've been celebrating the engagement was one of the big celebrations. And today I'm excited to celebrate that we made an offer on the forest retreat getaway house that we were seeking, some sort of beautiful A-frame style house up in the woods outside of L.A., made an offer. Offer was accepted. We're un, we're in contract now. So exciting. And as I share this, if you're like, you jerk, you just like keep having these great things happen. I also want to mention, I hope you don't feel that way, but I, I want to mention there's so much of our lives that are unseen, whether you have a podcast or not, whether you have a blog or an Instagram page or whatever it might be. There's so much that's unseen. I had a really pretty terrible health challenge a couple weeks ago, which I have not yet talked about on this show because it was absolutely horrific, both physically and emotionally, mentally, all of the above. I will talk about it at some point, maybe soon, maybe not. We'll see how I'm feeling. But as I'm celebrating the engagement and getting our offer accepted on the Forest Retreat House. Just remember that we all have stories. We all have really tough, deep, challenging stuff going on in our lives, and we have opportunities to be proud of ourselves and to celebrate. And wherever you happen to be hanging out on that spectrum at this moment, I see you, I feel you, and right now I am over the last truly like the last like six weeks, I have been on this kind of pendulum swinging between the really tough, challenging stuff that makes you question, just makes you question kind of everything. And then I've had these really amazing wins. 
And I don't know if I'd call the engagement a win. I guess so. I've been joking with Ben and I've been saying, you're going to make a really great husband. And he's like, I've been a great husband to you for like seven years. So I think that I wouldn't even consider necessarily a win, just more of a celebration of something that has been a long-term win in my life for a really, a really, yeah, a long time. So I guess it's a win in that way. Forrester Treat House, lots of planning to come. Obviously, we need to get through the sale phase, get the contract done, get the keys in our hands. And that will be a project that I'm going to be really excited to share with this community. We are going to turn it into something that is intended to be a really magical retreat space for this community. So you'll be able to rent it, go have a girlfriend's getaway or a romantic couple's weekend or a solo writer's retreat, little outing in nature. And it's only, it's like an hour and a half from LA. So that's really pretty wonderful. Okay. So here's what we're going to talk about today. I am sharing today an exercise that is one of the practices within the manifestation blueprint that is so good for helping you to release blocks. And as I talk about the Forest Retreat House, let me tell you, I had to do some mindset work to get into a headspace of feeling like I could step into being a woman. By the way, I'm buying this house myself. Ben and I are partners, but I'm buying this house. This is going to be something that I take on personally as a project financially of my own. And he's going to help me in lots of ways. And he's contributing to the to the project. But I had to get the financing done myself, all of those things, etc. And I had to do some, I had to do some good money mindset work to step into a place of being like, yes, I can be a person who has a home here in Los Angeles, runs my company, and also is able to step into a place where I am confident enough in my worth and my ability and my power to also buy this house in the forest. And so I want to take you through one of these exercises that's so good for getting into a manifestation mindset and getting out of the limiting beliefs and out of the blocks. I want to mention this too. Just like building a house you have the power to custom design your world. Manifestation is not, and I have said this over and over again, we have an an entire episode dedicated to this. It is not just saying positive affirmations over and over again. I could have sat here in my studio in my office and said, I am a woman who owns property and I have the financial resources and the abundance available to me to make this house become reality. I could have sat here in my office and said that to myself over and over and over again, and yet it likely would not have taken away the subconscious shitstorm that is ingrained deeply inside of me from growing up in a family that there was nothing wrong financially with what went on in my household. I just didn't believe. We had a lot of conversations around being house poor and how we never wanted to be those people and you shouldn't you shouldn't really take risks and I also believed that to have wealth you had to be born into wealth and I was from a really modest family and so it was just ingrained in me. 
fully ingrained in me that this type of lifestyle was not for me. This was not who I was as a child, and this is not who I would ever be. So I could say affirmations all day long, but until I really like dug into the unconscious stuff that runs through my mind, the rackets, that's what we're going to talk about on this episode. Until I dug into those rackets, nothing was going to change for me. Positive affirmations, they feel good and they can make small imprints in your mind. But making substantial changes to the subconscious mind requires rewiring. There's neurology to this. I'm not a scientist. You can certainly go explore the science around this. And that's the work you need to do. It's like renovating the house from the ground up. You've got to pull up the subfloor, knock down the walls. You've got to choose a whole new design plan. And that's how you begin to custom design your world. That's how you begin to build your dream life It's just like building a house. And manifestation has nothing to do with superstition either. We're all human beings. We all have high vibe days and low vibe ones. On this show, in this community, we are not good vibes only people. Having a low vibrational thought will not take you out of the game. It will not take you out of the potential to be on the path to your life, the life that you want to create for yourself. However, it's Great awareness to notice when you're feeling a low vibrational sort of emotion like envy, jealousy, anxiety. And I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about diagnosed anxiety. I'm talking about those just little like nagging moments that happen for each and every one of us. That's just a thing that we all have that happens throughout the day. When we're thinking about low vibrational feelings, jealousy, envy, frustration, anger, anxiety, we have the power to move move out of those, those states of emotion. It's challenging, but that's how we start to reset the subconscious. That's how we begin to rewire. So I want to spend some time on one of the exercises, as I mentioned, that we are doing right now, depending on when you're listening to this episode inside the Manifestation Blueprint. You likely already know about Manifestation Blueprint. It's my Strategy Meets Mystical Mindset course. It's on demand. It's four modules and actually three workbooks to support you in mapping out and goal setting for the 12 months ahead in regards to your manifestation plan. It's like how you blueprint out your life and what you want to call in. I highly recommend this course. If this is of interest to you, this course is already proving to be quite a game changer for the students that have taken it thus far. They're saying all sorts of really fantastic things like people tripling their income, people having doors swing open that they have been trying to kick down for years and things like new apartments, new homes, new relationships, rekindled relationships. It's so good for getting the plan that you need to call in what you want. So here's the exercise. We're going to start with a conversation around shame. You all know Brene Brown 
the queen of the shame story. Here's a quote from Brene Brown. If you put shame in a Petri dish, it needs three ingredients to grow exponentially. Secrecy, silence, and judgment. If you put the same amount of shame in the Petri dish and douse it with empathy, it can't survive. So as we go into this exercise, I want you to consider empathy. Empathy, empathy, empathy. As I ask you to do some reflecting, if you're listening to this episode while you're on a hike or driving or in the bathtub or whatever it might be, just reflect as I take you through this exercise. If you're in a place where you can get out a journal, great, even better. And what I'm going to ask you to do is release secrecy, silence, and judgment as you work through this. So the first thing I want to invite you to do is to release shame. Releasing shame gives us an opportunity to open our hearts, to experience oneness and flow, and to begin to receive. I could reflect back to some of the things that went on in my household as a very middle-class kid and find some shame around that. I had a lot of friends who were significantly more wealthy than our family, and there were things that I was quite embarrassed about as a kid. And it was stuff that, like, looking back, it's like, what? Who cares? It was the fact that, like, all the kids in school could wear Gap jeans, but I got my jeans at Goodwill. Things like that. That's, like, small shame stories that begin to add up over time. And for me to be able to be in a place of receiving, to be able to make an offer on a home in the mountains— and feel confident that it can be mine. I can't have that shame of being a kid who wears Goodwill jeans cycling through my subconscious mind. I have to release that to get open and in flow so that I can be in a state of receiving. And that's a small one, right? That's like a small thing. But you know, as a kid who's like 10 and they're wearing Goodwill jeans that don't quite fit them, it felt not so great. So I want you to start with your shame stories. Just take a moment and think about what are all the things in my life that I'm holding on to that don't allow me to truly have a free mind, to have a mind that's open and in flow, a mind that's ready to receive, a heart that's ready to receive, a life that's ready to receive. Think about what you feel shame around. And as you think about that, we're going to talk about this concept of rackets. So what are rackets? Rackets are an emotional attachment that's unwanted and persistent. So I'm going to say that again. It's an emotional attachment. So it's something that you are very latched onto. It's unwanted. And sometimes you don't even know you have it and persistent. And with rackets, there's these two ways of these two, these two columns of things that happen when we're running a racket. One, we have payoffs. The payoffs are the emotional addictions and how we avoid responsibility. So let me explain. Let me give you an example of what a payoff could be. The payoff is I'm always right. The payoff is 
I need to be loved. I am always right, as an example. I am always in need of love, or I always am loved. So the payoffs might feel really good. Why it's called a payoff? Because you think you're getting something. But it's an, it's an emotional addiction, and you are avoiding responsibility in some capacity. And with that, you're attached So you're attached in those two examples to needing to be right. You're attached in that example to needing to be loved. And it's persistent. It kind of runs your life. And so, of course, the payoff of I'm right or I'm loved, and sometimes, by the way, you're not really right, and sometimes, by the way, you're not really loved, or you've chosen the wrong person to be in a quote-unquote, loving experience with, oh my gosh, that is one I ran. That is a racket I ran on myself for a really long time. I am a full-on serial monogamous, um, dated long-term relationships like over and over and over again. And almost like every time they were like burnt out way before they ended, but this like need for me to be quote-unquote loved meant that I was not ever going to end a relationship until I felt like I could see a new love on the horizon. And that's a pretty ugly thing, to be honest. That's a real ugly thing. And that was how I ran things until I truly had to set this like hard break into a relationship. I moved I moved out of the country to like get like get myself in a place where I could like be single, get clear, start to look at what the heck I was actually doing, what rackets I was running on myself and reset. So that's that's an example from my life. So on the other side of the payoffs is the costs. It's what we lose, where our aliveness and our potential And our, truly, our manifestation powers get suppressed. So let's talk about a couple of costs and those two examples. When you always need to be right, the costs, humbleness, human connection, actual learning and growth, having an expanded worldview. When you have this racket of always needing to be loved, The costs, real, deep connection, relationships that are actually fulfilling, vitality, radiance, true friendship, true partnership, intimacy, great sex. There's so many costs when you're making a decision about who you spend your time with because of this particular racket of needing to be loved. So I hope you're getting getting where this is going, how the rackets work. An emotional attachment that you have that's unwanted, that you probably don't even know that you've got going on, and and it's it's so persistent, it's incredibly persistent, and it really runs much of your life. It, It influences how you do things. And how you show up. And potentially when people talk about you behind your back, which we like to think that no one gossips about us, these are the things that other people might identify and say about you that you don't even know you've got going on. So they may be like, 
Yeah, she's just like kind of always, always in a long-term relationship, but it's always like not a good one. That was probably some things that people said about me. If you're one of those always needs to be right, you probably got some family and friends. You probably have those folks that are like, I don't even try to have deep intellectual conversations. I don't try to get into that kind of fun, fun dialogue, debating dialogue that can be fun, not ugly. I don't, get, I don't even try to get into that with her because she's always got to be right, and that's no fun. Nobody wants to be around that person. So my assignment to you as we close this episode is to think about your rackets and think about what you can do to release these emotional addictions. And there's so many wonderful practices for releasing emotional addiction. We have quite a few that we do in our rituals of manifestation class, which is different from manifestation blueprint, by the way. Blueprint, by the way, is all about the strategy and the planning. Rituals is about like taking taking that mindset work and going really deep and then creating accountability for yourself to do the work to create new habits, practices, and do that rewiring. So you can do breath work, you can do meditation, journaling, lots of great ways, EFT tapping, EMDR. I am not a therapist, but those are some things I would recommend. Those are really powerful tools for releasing emotional addiction and rackets. So I hope you found this helpful. I hope you consider how you can release the rackets that are running your life. As you release the rackets that are running your life, you will step into a completely new way of being and belief system of self. And you'll find the partner, like Ben, in my world, that you're looking for. If that's something you're working on calling in, you'll be able to attract in the house or the apartment or the job or the friends, whatever it is that would really fill you up in your life. That stuff is going to flow inwards when you're not living in this crowded headspace, this unwanted and persistent headspace that you may not even know that you're living in. If you are feeling called to join us in Manifestation Blueprint, doors are open for this session that we're currently in through, I think it's April 11th. I'll put it in the show notes. We're going to run the course again several times later this year, but this is such a good time. The spring, airy season, new astrological new year, new astrological year. (laughs) I think I just said new like three times in that sentence. New astrological year. Such a good time to flip the page, walk through the, the door with a, a brand new perspective, ready to ready to go. So if you're feeling called to join us in Manifestation Blueprint, it's completely on demand. And so that means you can work the course completely at your own pace. At your own pace, there's four modules, three workbooks. The video modules take about an hour I would give yourself an hour and a half for each module to really like let it soak in, to really integrate the work. And the way I suggest you work through it is one module per week. So this is a course that you can take over the time period of about a month is my suggestion. Okay. You can text us blueprint, the word blueprint, to 
1-323-405-9256. I'll say it one more time. So you're going to text the word blueprint to 1-323-405-9256 and you'll get a special code to get a sweet little deal on the course. And if you're interested in joining Rituals of Manifestation, we run that course all the time. We start again on the new moon. This month coming up, we're focused on vitality, really using that Aries fire energy going into the spring season, coming through the spring equinox, turning that astrological calendar page. We're using all of that fire, that blooming, beautiful, abundant, warm energy to focus on vitality for the month ahead. If you're loving the show, as always, I invite you to leave us a review. We've been doing some fun little giveaways when you leave us a review. So leave us a review and share this episode on Instagram. Tag us at your woo woo BFF and tag us at, you can tag me at wee wee girl, O-U-I-W-E-G-I-R-L. So give us a Give us a shout out on Instagram and tag us and we'll have a little prize for you perhaps. We've been doing regular drawings and sending out some fun, sweet little gifts. With that, we are complete. We've got lots of interviews coming up through the rest of the spring. Lots of incredibly impactful, inspiring women who have truly manifested some incredible things in their lives that I am so thrilled to have joining us on the show. So stay tuned for that. Until then, I hope to see you in Manifestation Blueprint or Rituals of Manifestation. If you ever have questions about our courses, send us a note. We also have a great retreat coming up that we'll be announcing super soon too. So that'll be an opportunity for us to be together live again in person. I cannot wait. Much love, happy spring, happy manifesting, be well, see you again super soon.